We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Your home of the Cardinals. Arnado swings and hits it deep to left field. That ball is out of here. The Billikens. Jumper. Yes! Billikens win! The Chiefs. Touchdown! Kansas City! We are America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Double Line rolling on here on a Monday night. Have you for just an hour tonight. We'll take you till 7 o'clock, leading you into Monday Night Football. We continue to have a lot of Cardinals uh, stuff to talk about and Cardinals-adjacent stuff with the trade that was made today involving the Atlanta Braves and uh, Milwaukee Brewers in addition to the Oakland A's. Very happy right now to welcome on to the program. He uh, runs the uh, CardinalNation.com. He is Brian Walton. Follow him on Twitter at B underscore Walton. Brian, as always, appreciate you taking a few moments with us. How are you? I'm doing great. It's uh, nice that the hot stove has warmed up a little bit finally. It has warmed up in, in a big way, and, and the Cardinals were certainly involved in their uh, acquisition, their signing of uh, Wilson Contreras. I guess let's just start with that. What was your initial reaction when you found out that he was going to be a Cardinal? I was surprised that the Cardinals went that direction, and as we've learned in the reporting that's come out since, they did their due diligence trying to execute a trade obviously couldn't come to agreement with the potential trade partners over the uh, players they'd have to give up. So they pivoted and decided to spend the money and, uh, you know, and, and lose, lose a draft pick and a little bit of international money to sign Wilson Contreras. And they, you know, went beyond what uh, Michael Gersh one time said, puke point. They only wanted to give four years. Uh, they had to give five. Contreras is the kind of player that's a productive hitter and, if he gets to the point where he's not going to be as good behind the plate, then, you know, you use his bat in the lineup as a designated hitter. So, you know, they're, they're going to get their $87.5 million from Wilson Contreras, I suspect. The Cardinals, for a long time, have not really had to worry too much about the defensive ability of the person who is behind the plate most of the time. Now that plays into it. All indications are that Contreras has said he wants to improve in that area. L- let me ask you this. From a, from a developmental standpoint, from a coaching standpoint, are, are the Cardinals good at helping catchers become their best defensive selves? Well, you know, it's really kind of hard to tell. You know, Molina, as you said, Molina's been in, in the major league job for so long. There certainly haven't been a lot of minor leaguers come up to, you know, become productive major leaguers. We saw Carson Kelly and thought that he was going to be the next big thing, and they, you know, were able to trim it to Arizona, but Kelly really hasn't developed uh, as much as anyone hoped. And so, you know, and Yvonne Herrera, of course, who came up during the season in 2022, showed he wasn't ready. 
he needs more time in triple a and the cardinals uh you know didn't go with a shorter term uh, solution they went with a long term so you know that certainly puts into question the future for Yvonne herrera what okay so let's get into herrera a little bit what are your thoughts on him is this a guy who's got the potential of eventually moving into that lead catcher role for the cardinals or does this signing of Contreras, as you kind of alluded to maybe say that the cardinals might be looking in another direction yeah, that's a good question. Uh, you know, it it you would say at least on paper it looks like Herrera's blocked. And uh, again, he hasn't shown that he's ready for the major leagues yet. You know, if he would have really produced when he came up in 2022, he, this whole uh, scenario with Contreras might have played out differently. But that didn't happen, and that sends me a signal that the Cardinals have doubts about Herrera. Now he's still a top ten prospect in the system, and per- perhaps as you hinted, Matt, you know his best value to the Cardinals might be in a trade to another organization. But, you know, we've got to wait and see what happens in spring camp because, you know, Andrew Kisner, while he's been solid, certainly hasn't been spectacular. And and then there's a chance that, you know, Herrera could be the guy instead of Kisner, who's the second catcher. And over time, as Contreras gets older, maybe he starts to play 110 games instead of 120 or 100 games or whatever. And you see more of the, the younger catcher. And again, like you alluded to earlier, perhaps he's got more DHing in his future, which would potentially open up some more time behind the plate for a Herrera if, the, if he does stay in the organization. Yeah, I certainly don't think that they've given up on him yet, but a year from now, if Herrera still hasn't really stepped up in AAA, I think the, you know, Continuing to be joined by uh, Brian Walton uh, from the CardinalNation.com. All right, so we heard the names that were rumored to be uh, part of a potential Sean Murphy deal if the Cardinals would have acquired him, and it seemed like uh, a steep price. We see him move today. Oakland doesn't end up with any top 100 uh, prospects in that. Is this a case where maybe Oakland tried to overplay their hand a little bit with the Cardinals? You certainly wonder if that's the case. Um I was surprised. I mean, I, granted, I don't know all the players you know, from the Brewers and the Braves organization to the extent I know the Cardinals ones. But as you said, these aren't guys that are, you know, on the tip of, of you know, stardom in the major leagues. And, yeah, it's it almost feels like maybe the A's thought that they had the Cardinals in the corner and, you know, pushed too hard to get two good young players and had to settle for somewhat less. Uh, if In most years – if the Cardinals made a selection in the Rule Five draft, we'd be talking about a young guy. We'd talk about somebody who's maybe got, uh, you know, has been a prospect and is just about ready to, you know, get to the big league level and have some success there. That's not the case this year. They do make a selection in the Rule Five draft. It's been quite some time since they've done that, but they go with a guy who's going to be 33 in March in uh, Wilkin Rodriguez. Reportedly, they were interested in him when he was playing uh, in Mexico previously. He's got a great strikeout. To walk ratio, uh, but this is not exactly the profile of a player you would normally see selected in the Rule Five draft. Boy, that is stating it mildly. <laughs> you know, normally, normally players are you know twenty two, twenty years old, thirty two, and uh, you know Rodriguez, the Rays, forty uh, man roster, and that was believe it or not eleven years ago. And so you know he's bounced around. He was in the Royal system for a while, reached the majors, was in the Yankees, and then pitched two years in Mexico and you know maybe he's a guy that was able to develop and uh you know show a lot more than he did when he was uh a a prospect the first time around certainly it's a low low risk type of situation that Cardinals spent a hundred thousand dollars on a rule five pick Uh, and as uh, Rodriguez has to stay in the major leagues 
the entire season or be offered back uh, to the Yankees. But he had a two ERA and, uh, like you said, uh, very high strikeouts, 73 walks, 73 strikeouts against 13 walks in uh, 44 and thirds in. At least in the Mexican League, he was dominant. We'll see if that can translate to the major leagues. But, you know, as we know, the Cardinals have had some turnover in their bullpen, and they need some more arms, and Wilking Rodriguez is sure going to get a chance to uh, show that this spring. They also make some selections in the minor league portion of the Rule 5 draft. Catcher Jose Alvarez from the Astros. Uh, Brandon uh, Komar, a right-hander from the Padres. Jose Martinez, another right-hander from the Dodgers. And Ryan Shreve, a uh, right-hander from the Twins. Uh, I know they've just been in the organization for a very short amount of time, but is there any reason for Cardinals fans to be especially excited about any of these minor leaguers? You know, now and then uh, John Brebbia comes along, you know, from the minor league phase and, and turns out to be a productive major leaguer. But most of the time, these guys are, are filling, you know, been brought in to um, provide additional depth in the minor leagues and, and probably aren't major league prospects. And at this point in time, I would say that's probably the case with this four. Maybe one of them will surprise us down the road. I'm sure we talked about this the last time we talked, but I got to bring it up again. Jordan Walker is uh it, it really feels like the Cardinals are leaving open the door for him to have every opportunity to make the team out of spring training, not expecting him to do that. And if he doesn't have a great spring, they can get him back to the minor leagues and it's no problem. But how important is it that he does go to spring training this year with that legit opportunity? Well, we've heard the Cardinals say, you know, coming into the offseason, sure they wanted to find uh, another middle-of-the-order bat. Uh, to put behind Goldschmidt and Arenado. Uh, what we didn't know that they were going to be in the same player, and that's catcher Wilson Contreras. So, you know, I, I think the hope for a great offensive for us this offseason, uh, you know, shouldn't be counted on. You know, maybe it's another Dickerson type of, of uh, outfielder who – but, you know, I, I listen, I'm a prospect guy, so I'm high on Jordan Walker. Folks who've heard me know that. But if you listen and if you listen to sports on a Sunday with Tom Ackerman this week or – well, I guess it was uh, actually with Claves this week. But um, go back and, you know, pull the recording off of uh, KMOX and listen to that from this Sunday. John Mozeliak went on and on and on and on about Jordan Walker and, you know, the, the power that he shows, the exit velocity that he shows. And certainly the words that I heard between the lines and John Mozeliak said, Jordan Walker is going to get every chance under the sun this spring to take a major league job. And if he does make the major league team, he's going to be your starter in right field. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you're counting down right now, top prospects in the organization. Uh, before we let you go, uh, give, give a plug for that. The, the tweets are coming out uh, daily. Uh, folks can uh, subscribe to thecardinalnation.com and get all kinds of information about these uh, prospects throughout the organization. Yeah, we every year this time um, we, we start a countdown of the top 50 prospects at, and, uh, and do a bunch of analysis articles as well at the end that take us up to winter warm-up and beyond. And uh, we're at number 31 right now. Number 30 will be out tomorrow, and that will be free for everybody to read. Every five, uh, one out of five we show is free, so folks can understand the depth of the prospect reports, uh, the, the scouting reports that Blake Newberry provides, and then I provide a lot of background on the history of the player, where he's been, and what his outlook is for the future, both in the minor leagues and in the major leagues. So uh, Mike Antico is our prospect of the day today, number 31, uh, center fielder who was drafted just a season, season and a half ago, uh, already spent a half a year at Double A, and uh, was also played in the Arizona Fall League and stole 67 bases this year. So you got a center fielder with some speed, uh, who's uh, very good defensively, can steal bases. A guy that uh, you know might be a year or two away from getting into the picture with St. Louis. So there's a lot of young players. 
uh, prospects in the system. Certainly all of them aren't going to make it, but it's fun to read about them and, and to learn about the guys who are going to be the next wave of uh, players into St. Louis. Yeah, absolutely. Brian Walton at B underscore Walton. If you want to learn about the prospects, you're not going to find a better place to do it than the CardinalNation.com. Brian, thank you for all the information. Really do appreciate it. Talk to you next time, Matt. All right, very good. There's Brian Walton joining us here on Sports Open Line. Again, the CardinalNation.com is uh, his website and great information. Again, they are number 31 in their countdown from 50 of the top prospects in the organization. Uh, We'll switch gears. We'll talk a little St. Louis Blues hockey when uh, we return. Still not going great. They get a point yesterday, so that's something, but it's not a lot. We'll continue on in just a moment. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.